Hi guys, welcome to Carlo Milo's podcast. Um, Carlo Milo Fitness is what my handle is on Instagram, uh, Facebook and YouTube. So I um, want to just explain the podcast itself and my well, target and my goal for this podcast. Um, my go- the goal for the podcast is really just to get guests from different professions, uh, different backgrounds that are either kind of wanting to lose body fat or maybe a client of mine who has done the journey of reduction in body fat, Uh, people who are in the profession of optimizing their health um, or even in the profession as like say a doctor who would be then um, having experience with patients and clients that then would be able to give me their experience and their kind of resolute kind of changes in how they work with clients and how they actually fix those clients depending on the profession. So obviously a doctor may be different, a day-to-day doctor might be different to than someone that is a, a more natural-based doctor. So you can then get the difference on the both of them and make your own opinion. Um, obviously me personally, I, I personally prefer more natural-based remedies of health, obviously. Um, and But then at the same time, I'm always open to different people's opinions. And that's that's the difference between, I feel like, my podcast and a lot of others. We ever, People have, you know, a, a direct understanding, like a direct view, and they stick to that view the whole way through. And they only get guests that have that one opinion. Whereas I love different opinions, even if I don't agree with them. I, I like to have them on the show. So... Um, as I said, I've got to today. I've got Glenn Livingston here, um, which I'm going to tell you a little bit. He's going to tell you a little bit about himself, and uh, you can have a little listen in from here. So, hi, Glenn. What's good, man? Yeah. Thanks for having me on. No worries. Um, I've been on here once before, so happy to be back. Um, yeah. So, for people who don't know me, my name's Glenn. Um, I'm from Australia. I've been living. I've travelled the world actually uh, quite extensively in my early twenties. Um, I left uh, to move to London, was working in recruitment in London, very health conscious in London, um, doing a lot of yoga, a lot of training, eating quite well. Although London, you can do a fair bit of partying too, so you have to be super careful. And then uh, after London, I moved to Dubai. Dubai, um, I found um, I was still very health conscious, but I found it a lot harder to stay on top of because we just seem to work a lot more here. Um, And my health journey in Dubai has been quite up and down and it's only till recently that I've uh, managed to get on top of that, and that's actually from being from the help of you yeah. and your, you know, your twelve-week program that I'm doing right now, which I'm super uh, excited. But you to talk also about. trained for a year before that, so like yeah. before that, let's say like a year, twelve months ago, where was your say your head at mentally, and then also where was your you know your kind of your your day? So how did you yeah. structure your day? How consistent did you feel yourself, and what kind of level of uh, kind of energy and fitness and health yeah. do you feel that you're in? Look, it was pretty inconsistent. I was actually really bored of training um, and tired, and just kind of sick of it. You know, like I've been doing it for ten years. I've been doing the same thing for ten years. I was like, just weights, you know, dumbbell presses and overhead shoulders and squats and this, that, and the other, and also injuries had then started to plague me you know and when you're a bit younger you can bounce back from injuries but like my knees i've had two knee reconstructions that kept fucking up my shoulder kept fucking up i was just struggling to really get to a point where i was super happy with my fitness and i wasn't really eating that well um like i was eating healthy but then i'd overeat and i was eating too much at night and then I'd, it certainly would just sort of go out and eat whatever i wanted on the and weekend I, and so. i feel that see what you've said like with your injuries um, I think for people kind of out there, they understand that the injuries are the biggest factor. Yeah. Like, as you get older, it's, you're going to get injured. Yeah. And 
whether you like it or not, you need to stretch. You yeah. need to do maintenance stuff before you start training. Yeah. Um, or you're just going to have a real bad kind of life because you're going to be stiff when you're sitting down for dinner. You're not going to be able to play with your kids, and you could like like kind of list a million things that the, the issues with 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 injuries are. Like, so and that's one thing. Was, yeah, and and that's that's why I was like yeah. I always say to people when they come in to to say my my program, I'm always like right just build it up over time and it's difficult because people do want results really quickly but at the same time you know the longer you train the more you should be thinking about right how do i make this uh, kind of kind of get this done longer without any injuries and the longer you lift the more consistent you lift the more the, strong, the stronger you're going to get yeah. but if you get injured within there you get a lower back issue a knee issue it plays up yeah. And then you create imbalances as well like on the left side of my body i've got a big imbalance mainly in my hamstring and the backside of that, because I've had half of it taken out to 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 be my to, to, to be my new ligament in my knee. So I've got an extremely weak hamstring on my left side, which means I use my right side to push, and I can always feel it like my right is working way harder than my left, mm. which causes further injuries. And right, yeah. you know, especially when you start fatiguing, and then your body just like gives out. But. No, I I think like well, for me as well, like my left left hand side of my hips an issue, and only until recently I realised that. You know, it's been my Achilles tendon. I hurt myself when I was fourteen, yeah, okay. and over those last say sixteen years, it slowly got like just built up a stronger side on the right side and weakened my left hand side of my hip. Yeah. And I didn't even know it until one of the colleagues said to me, "said Hey, what about your ankle flexibility?" And as soon as he said that, I didn't even think about ankle flexibility. I just thought, "I've got scar tissue in my left hand yeah, Achilles," yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and I was like, "That's probably the issue." Yeah. And then I was squat when I squat. Obviously, I'm. In, there's a small difference there and those small differences add up and yeah. that's why I tell people like look after you know these small niggles because eventually like you see people come into football with a knee brace and like you shouldn't be on the knee you should not be on the field nah. you should be like I'm talking like just five asides in Dubai yeah. or anywhere in the world yeah. they just come on they're like oh I've got my knee brace on I'm like the reason you've got knees so sore is because you've got absolutely no activation on your hamstrings or glutes mm. and now you're just putting a knee brace on which is hardly going to make any difference mm. Um, it's probably mostly psychological yeah. and you're just going to just run around and then absolutely destroy your knee like you were saying before we started this podcast about yeah. your you know your injuries when you were you know work, yeah you were working at a good high level at playing yeah. footy and yeah 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 and blew my knee out the first time at 18 and then you know what footy was it like AFL, AFL, AFL. yeah Australian rules football and then like this uh, I did it again when I was 21 and it's just like stop yeah. you know you just nah it just yeah. fucks you but that, that's it like I think with the you know dropping like injuries and, and things like that you know you, if you don't maintain those things as you said then you, you will just re, re-injure them but at the same time you have to be self-aware enough to be like right I am not in the situation to be able to go here and a lot of people as I said they do this, they have this attitude of like it's like when people sleep yeah. they're like oh I can sleep five hours like no, no you can't no, no. like yeah. no matter who you are you're a human being you, yeah. you are not efficient at five yeah. hours sleep yeah like i used to be like that and i speak from my point of view i'm like i actually used to be like that. i was like oh i can i can sleep five hours i'm all right i'm all right i'll, I'll do the balance obviously for young, years, you can bounce back man like now when i say young i'm talking like your early 20s you can you can you can work off five hours I and mean, you can work off six hours you've just got like your energy levels a lot higher and they last a long lot longer but now it's like like for me and my job, man, if I sleep five hours from two o'clock till six, I'm fucked. Yeah. I need to have a nap. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not firing on all cylinders. I'm not as sharp as I need to be. And my like my day job requires me to be pretty fucking sharp. I've got too many plates spinning and, and everything like that. So it's kind of annoying that. Yeah, well, so what's the actual issue then? 
like with my sleep. Your knee. Oh, my knee. I've had two knee reconstructions. Yeah. yeah so like I tore my ACL. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you just need to replace with your hamstring and then yeah, you so less they, of a hamstring. Uh, the first one, they, they had this like new, it was like right when they started testing artificial ligaments in, in professional sports. And because I was like 18, my doctor was like, you're the perfect person to test this out as well for like amateur leagues. So I tested it out. Test dummy. Yeah, basically. And what they realized was, and it was like dot on pretty much three years later, I tore my ligament again. And they said that these ligaments only last three years. So you can pretty much go back to being players normal, but it's going to, because it's artificial, it's going to wear down and pop. See, like, the cool thing about it is the first time it really fucking hurt, the second time it didn't hurt at all. Why? Mm. Because it doesn't have any nerve endings. It's just something screwed into my leg. (laughs) Oh, really? I didn't realize it. So it happened the second time. You didn't even feel the pain. It just went... Like a big pop, and I was like, hmm, I mean, that's me needing. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's ridiculous. And then, um, but then, 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 for some stupid reason, I thought I'm going to get a, a real job done, which is where they literally cut a piece of your hamstring out, like with a scalpel. So, like, imagine tearing your hamstring. That's essentially what's going on. So, they're cutting it really nicely. They cut a big slide out, and then they drill a hole back in your knee. Well, for the I had holes there already because of the previous ligament, and they slot it through and then drill it down. And that's like your new ligament. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you feel like? Do you think that's you said to me before? If I remember correctly, you said that you might regret that a little bit. I wish I didn't never did it because I would have had uh, two big. I've got big legs. We've had two big strong hamstrings, yeah. and I just would have kept running the artificial. What was the ligament. What was the situation where you were like, right, I just do it? Were you not informed that you could have been that it could have been done differently? Well, I, I, the only other option was the artificial ligament, which only lasted three years. You didn't want to get some, again. Like I was fight. I was fighting then too, so I thought I might want to keep doing sports basically for some reason i didn't think long term like for training and just for lifting because i was pretty heavy into my lifting then as well that this would that would actually having my hamstrings intact would benefit me now i wish i never did it only because like if i want to sprint now i can never i can never be as fast yeah. i used to be pretty quick but i can't because my left hamstring is just not as strong yeah. i run with my hip flexors mm-hmm. you know like we went running the other day and that last run like it's my legs were like giving they were just giving out you know i just don't have that same yeah especially on that left side i really have to think about it it's fucking it's weird. over yeah eventually that was just gonna it's that's gonna like and then you're gonna pop. get your shoulder in balance yeah, because you're yeah. working the left side of yourself yeah, so, yeah. so much um no that's that's great to hear but as i said i want to go on to uh, i had another question which was you know mm. in the last 12 months what kind of training have you done like before we started with me then we'll get on to like the training with me um, it was I was doing fuck all training at 12 months ago because I'd hurt my shoulder so I was kind of like I could only do back I could only do um, legs and what, arms and I never do arms really. what was your thought process there why did you for someone who's always loved health and fitness was it just I like was a just bit really of a, tired and really sick of it I was like yeah. man this is boring I was just getting bored I was bored I wasn't really it wasn't it was nothing new um, so just before you joined with me no nah, this isn't just before then, then I started working with Matt and he taught me yeah. how to use kettlebells and that fixed all my shoulder injuries. He realized, he, he tested me, he's like, you've got flat feet. So I started wearing orthotics that like helped with my knee stuff. Matt, Matt, who's Matt? Matt, Matt, oh, Matt Coe, um, good friend of mine. Matt um, has been in this region for I think about eight years. He used to train the Royal Family, one of the Sheikhs, or mm-hmm. Sheikh's sons. Um, he got trained by the Russian World Kettlebell Champion, how to use kettlebells properly. Um, I, mean, I mean, he's got a degree in sports science and this that and psychology and a bunch of other stuff he's pretty well educated on this thing and he's running a fitness startup right now called mimic and i started training with him i met him at a brunch um through some friends and me and him kind of headed off he's a really good dude really cool dude um so we became really close and he helped me man because i was fucking bored of training yeah and he's like come train with me i'll smash it and he yeah. did yeah. but he taught me how to use kettlebells which and like properly and like taught me how to train properly and like 
all that sort of stuff, which I'd never really, I'd never never known half this stuff. I just kind of did it myself and trained with people. It's just know? your right hand you use the kettlebells with? No, or left. is that because of something else? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my left hand, my left is actually bigger than my right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. But the, yeah. No, that's cool, as I said. So, so Matt basically taught you a lot about the kettlebells because I know when you came with me during lockdown uh, we did a lot of ke- a bit of kettlebells and you were yeah. you know when I was training hard and you you came in and you were you, you kind of smashed it anyway I think you were even using a, a slightly heavier kettlebell yeah, and the only yeah. reason one of the reasons why is you could be able to stop because your hands started ripping up yeah, but that, you were yeah. you were you were right on it do you know what I mean you had the you know the, the technique the, the the and a lot to do with the kettlebells of this forearm strength like if you've got the forearm strength for it like that is a that's a big thing that and glutes yeah correct me if I'm wrong yeah. you know what from your experience in working with Matt like if you've got the glute strength and obviously able to, you can articulate your body's movement which is yeah, important exactly. and your forearms then you, you've got the mo- you've got a lot of it to, yeah, to exactly, go so exactly. and then so, so from after you worked with Matt then there was a period there was like a, a period of five well, months you kind yeah, of stopped there was a you? lockdown wasn't there right lockdown kind of fucked it and then um, Matt moved like we were, we were working out in the springs and then all the gyms were shut and then Matt moved to like out of Dubai so we stopped seeing each other and then what was it doing? Oh, and this is when I started getting close to burnout, right? And it was actually you who caught it because I was like, I don't know, I must have sent your voice note and sounded sketchy. No, you were but, sitting here, in my house. Yeah. It was and you was like, you are, you was like, you are right, like because we, I think we had just smashed a McDonald's. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like I think it was one of our Fridays. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I was like. I mean, think about the year we've had, right? So I was already, I'm already a fucking workaholic, like overwork. I don't, I wasn't sleeping much during this week. I was running on adrenaline. I started a new job. So I was working flat out, training hard, eating okay, um, drinking way too much coffee, just overstimulated, overstimulated, you know, like just going for it. Pushing my body, not reading, not certainly not reading any signs. Like every weekend I'd sleep till 10. And then I get up, do some work because I'm on my on my like on my vintage t-shirt company and the businesses like and all this and all the studies I'm doing. And I'd have to nap. I'd have to have a nap at two or three o'clock. I'd be fucked. Yeah. And then eyes I'd... shutting in the middle of the day. Like remember you're in school, like the teacher starts yeah. saying that you're just like yeah. falling asleep. Fuck right. And then and like and also with lockdown, I ended up st- like I was drinking two cups of coffee a day, and I didn't drink any more than that because of the stress at work I would feel. And coffee is not good when you're stressed because I get like anxiety pangs, like a big shot of adrenaline and things like that when I get like bad emails or mm. managers chasing up. With Due me to the coffee, Bit which of you didn't realize it was mostly. I get the adrenaline, but the coffee didn't help, right? Because if I was already wound up because I just had a really strong coffee and then I get a bad email and then I get fucking, where, where, where's this, where's that? It would just like build up. Yeah. I have underlying anxiety anyway that I've, now, when I was younger, couldn't I had to go see someone to, to figure out what was wrong with me. And, you know, it's just mental health. And now I know how to control it really well. But the point of point, but what was happening was I was getting it was getting out of control because I was working too much, not sleeping enough, drinking too much coffee. You know, not not really looking after myself. Basically, it wasn't that I wasn't training and not eating healthy. I was just working too much, and I just needed to take a step back. But then. Also take into account we're in a fucking pandemic. I got my salary cut, you know, my girlfriend's business, uh, like her clients weren't paying her. So like we had cash flow issues, all those types of things, all adds up. So then you include this. And then when I went to lockdown, I started drinking six cups of coffee a day because I'm not at work. So I'm not as stressed. I'm not in the same stressful environment. But you're fucking loading so much caffeine into your body. 
And then I'm wondering why I can only sleep five and a half hours yeah. of sleep, of quality sleep and not. Oh, it must be me. No, you're just drinking too much coffee. You just need to stop looking at your emails at nine, 10 o'clock at night. Like, so anyway, you kind of caught me out and I, thought, and, and, and I had a good, I had to take a hard look at myself and you need to change, man, because this is going to fucking, you're going to crash. What was it soon. I said? Like, was it just like, oh, I think you're a little bit tired? Or like, yeah, yeah. Just, you, what, you're, I could see in your eyes, you just weren't. Yeah, you said, you actually asked me, you said, is everything all right, man? Like, yeah. you know, and I just, fucking, you're right. Actually, no, man. No, no, no. It's, not, not, it's right now, it's not okay. Yeah. You know, and so I, so I cut the coffee. I said, right, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to stop drinking coffee. That was tough. Going from six cups of coffee a day to none. Yeah. <laughs> and for three weeks, I had no coffee. I was just drinking chamomile tea. I got rid of caffeine. Yeah. And then I felt great. I was like, fuck, this is great. My sleep went from like five and a half hours sleep a night to seven hours which I never get during the week. I was like, fuck, I never get seven hours sleep during the week. Um, and then I, and then because I enjoyed the taste of coffee, I started having one decaf a day and now I kind of have a decaf or two a the day. The taste, you like yeah, the taste. That's it, you know, and then, and, I've, and it's been what, eight, nine, 10 weeks, I don't crave a coffee anymore. I might have a one genuine real coffee a week, maybe two Early in the day. Early in the day, definitely don't have it anywhere near fucking two o'clock or 12 o'clock or bedtime, nothing like that. And I, then, then if I do, I'm like, can you make it really weak? Because mm. I feel it then. I feel the caffeine. I'm like, okay, fuck, this is the caffeine buzz. Yeah. I was I'm actually like, watching the thing called with Graham, Ben Greenfield. Remember, you know Ben Greenfield? Yeah. And he was saying the same thing. He was like, he was like with his thing, he, just like, he, he kind of circulates. If he doesn't feel like a coffee that day, he just doesn't have it because mm. then he doesn't need it. Yeah. Uh, and then he stimulate, the kind of stimulation works a lot better through his body, whereas like obviously it's just any kind of sort of stimulant. You need more and more and more to stimulate yeah, you more yeah, and more. Exactly. Whereas if you kind of just have it sporadically throughout the day, uh, sorry, throughout your life um, or your year, whatever you want to compare you it to. You get stimulated. Like, yeah. 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 So, so then after you like you kind of start, kind of sorted that. So after lockdown, I think you started with me in um, four weeks ago. Four weeks ago. So yeah. that was that was the start of September, or was that start of October? The start of October. Start no, of October. no, just end end of September, start of October. Okay. So yeah. before that, there was obviously a period between lockdown and then. What were you doing then? I Man, think there was, was a period where you didn't really train. I was because I phoned you a couple of times and you were like, "Nah, I'm not training in four days." Yeah, it was weird because, I, and, and I'll tell you what it was, is because I was burning out. I was going to the gym, I'd wake up, I'd try, I'd try and wake up early, and I couldn't get out of bed. Can I interrupt you, boy? Sorry to say, yeah, but right. you, but what you did one time when I phoned you for this, you went, yeah, you're in the gym, I think, and you were like, I'm going to quit my membership. Instantly. Yeah. There must have been something in your head, you were just like, I don't like this. You're in the fitness first or something, or you were just, or you said, said to me, I think you were with Peter, and yeah. you were like, I'm going yeah. to just quit my membership. You yeah. didn't even contemplate it. Nah. So it must have been like, you know, I've, I can't do this myself. Like, nah, I, I'm getting to a point where it's like, I need, I, I need something, I need different. Energy. Other lads around you as well. Yeah, like the boys, it makes a big difference, doesn't it? Know. Yeah, absolutely. It's just enjoyable, man. Yeah. You get the boys training, and and not only that, like, it's. If if uh, what I realized about myself, and it was Gary Vee who said this. He he, he it made it, it was fucking interesting. He goes, I've realized that I'm not that accountable to myself, but I'm extremely accountable to other people. Yeah. And I said that's fucking so true for me. If I have to pick Pete up at five forty-five in the morning, I'm at Pete's doorstep at five forty-five. That's good. But if I just have to get out of bed at five forty-five, I get out at five fifty-five. Yeah, well, you know I, mean? I feel that that's a, a mark of complete respect for other people because yeah. I'll tell you something, like, obviously I've worked with people for a long time. Obviously, I've been, I've been pretty close to people my whole life. I've always played, like, competitive football as a youngster, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. even throughout my teens and, you know what I mean, like, went to Texas really close to people teaching kids soccer. So I have a lot of experience working with 
closely with people and people who um you know don't have that kind of respect for other people are just always day-to-day dickheads yeah. like i always yeah. find them yeah. always like there's like the like there means a people I've worked with, um, I wouldn't say previously, uh, recently, but I have worked with, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I do not like training you. You have no respect for no. any sort of like, kind of, no. um, you know that way when you're in with the lads, you know, you, 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 the reason you're doing a lot of, the, sometimes the prep is because you know that, you know, that, that's going to help other lads yeah, also. It's yeah, going to yeah. ma- motivate other lads. And that's such a good, I think, I think that's just such a good human thing to have, a good Absolutely. aspect of your, your own brain. I also think team sports teaches you that because you fucking hate letting your mates down. Yeah. If you lost the game, Great point. you feel bad. You're like, fuck. You know, you're like yeah. Whereas if you're like going to the gym by yourself, you do a shit session. It's like, oh well. I, I, that's I wanted to speak on that. That's actually so true. And I actually spoke about that in another time with someone about team sports. And I actually spoke about it being relative to kids. I was like, if you're yeah. if you're doing team sports, yeah. you're just you're you're your kids just way better socially. Absolutely. Like in social environments. Like for example, if I chucked you into a social environment, and I said this to you before. Yeah. Chucked you into a social environment and said, right, Glenn, go and meet, go and talk to those nine people over there. You'd have no idea who they are. No. You obviously wouldn't feel the greatest, but you'd be like, "Yeah, have a conversation right. with them," and you'd initially you'd, you'd initiate a conversation with someone, yeah, and you'd be able to hold the conversation with them, mm. right? So, okay. yeah, um, well, yeah. So I was saying to me about obviously you were obviously just before you started with the the that's program, right. and, and I just and the other thing too, and it's funny because it was, it was serendipitous timing. I'm turning 31 at the end of the year. I was, I was getting, I wasn't happy with the way I was looking. I was starting to get a bit fat. I was putting on weight on my hips. I'd put on a singlet and I could see like my fat on my hips. And I'm like, fucking sort your shit out, man. Yeah. And then, then your 12 week shred came up, and I thought this would be perfect. Actually, this would be banging. And Pete, I get my mate Pete, who for everyone who's listening is my good mate Peter McIntosh. Get him involved as well. Um, and fuck, man, I've been doing it four weeks now. I've lost just, I've lost over four kilos. And I got sick for two weeks of that too. Yeah. So, but I stuck to the meal plan mostly, and I still lost weight. Um, I feel great. I feel super fit. I'm motivated, um, and it's great. It's actually working, you know. And that's I know as long as I apply myself and I've got someone who's guiding me, then the shit works. Yeah. Absolutely, and I, as I said, it's not just you. It's not like, and that's one thing I actually hear. I heard a couple of coaches out there speaking about it was, mm-hmm. um, you know, they they were talking about. Even no matter what level you're at, you know, having a coach, there's no problem with that. You know, maybe a coach of, you know, health, and maybe a coach of, you know, psychology or business. You know, yeah. everybody needs, let's say, a mentor. I have seen people say like, "Oh, you don't need a mentor," and it's something I, I just don't agree with. Like, I, I do th- feel like, as you said previously, having a bit of human accountability. Yeah. Um, depending on who you are, you can't just kind of brand everyone and say, "Yeah, you're not good with a mentor." I can safely say I wouldn't be anywhere near. Uh, the success that I've had, you know, mm-hmm. de- de- obviously depending on what you clarify success, but mm-hmm. um, success I've had, if it wasn't for certain people to mentor me, um, I wouldn't have put me in my, com- out my comfort zone. I-, I feel like mentors, they, they you know, they put you put that pressure you that you need on. the right mentor, and I, and I find it quite interesting when certain people come into your life. Yeah. I feel like I haven't had, like, uh, I was telling you about your, what was the gentleman's name? That Mark was, Robinson. Yeah. I, I just said, isn't, I said, the timing of that bloke coming into life at the time he did was fucking almost too perfect because yeah. he was, he, he, he helped you in this early 20s part of your life. Mm. And I kind of had that in my early 20s, but that last sort of part to my 20s to my 30s, and certainly now, 
I don't. I feel like I, do, I definitely don't have that, yeah. you know. Like, and I'm just trying to figure it out myself a little bit. It does. It does come to. I feel like there is an aspect of luck. Yeah. There is an aspect of, of you know just coming across these things, but like you, you you need to look at it in a way that that person there could have been someone out there who would have been even better than yeah. that. Yeah. So like I'm only going on the basis of what actually ha- what actually happened. Yeah. Whereas like it could have been someone better, but I got him. Yeah. But obviously in my eyes that was amazing, yeah. and it could have been the best. But my yeah. point is you can't always compare it to that because you yeah. could have had an option where it would have been you would be in a worse situation you are now yeah, if it yeah. wasn't for like you falling into London getting yeah. to London for example yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah, like yeah, exactly. I just feel like okay you could look at it like that but there's always like the butterfly effect really isn't it like you, if you if you go down one route then it's difficult to go um, you know compare yourself to another route when yeah, how the hell do you know that yeah, was good like yeah, that could exactly. be worse yeah, exactly. um, you know I could have met, met meet my mentor and next thing you know it and this guy drags me down the wrong way. So yeah. like, you just it is a, there is an aspect of luck. Um, absolutely, yeah, but, absolutely. But at the same time, I get what you're saying. So, um, and moving on, so basically you, you did, you started the program, you lost four kilos, and um, and you're fit, fit. you're feeling much fit. fit. Much fitter, much like, fitter. I was pretty, I, at the start of this year, I got really cardiovascular fit, way fitter than I've ever been. I was doing silly shit like doing 15 kilometers on a ski erg and like, let's see if I can do 500 fucking 28 kilo kettlebell snatches over my head and like, but that was me running on adrenaline and not that's not that's not healthy sustainable but this this is different i feel fit i feel like i've got a good energy to push um in the workouts but i don't feel tired i mean i'm tired afterwards but like the energy throughout my day is much better i just feel that's much more aligned that we do with you with the food you're eating as well you're probably having a good amount of food because you were even saying to me some days you'd think you'd have a couple of weeks where you'd be like Right, I'm gonna. I'm eating, but I'm having like a thousand calories in one day. Yeah. And I gave you on your check-in sheet. I was like, "Have your two thousand five hundred. Like, Jesus, I'm never gonna be able to eat that. When really, yeah. actually, that's what you should be eating. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, a- a- absolutely. And and what it's helped me significantly is that I'm really, I'm just tired because of the year I've had, mm. and I've got some leave coming up, and it's well deserved. But this is helping me just get to that point yeah. because if I didn't, I don't. I think honestly, if I think if I didn't do this, I'd be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> No, absolutely, absolutely. It's, 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 that's, that's what I'm saying. Even with me and with Josh and, and yeah. Rowan and Hamad, like I've got those guys there and they keep me accountable. Do you absolutely. know what I mean? Like, and it's it's good. You need people to keep you accountable. Yeah. Like, you just you need a coach. Like the best train. Every every pro athlete has a coach. Every pro team has a coach. Yeah. They've got people that holds holds them accountable. Every business uh, weapon generally has a coach or someone that's holding them accountable. You know, you need that in your life. Yeah. Otherwise, you, unless you're a Fucking Jocko Willink, the most disciplined band in the world. But he had a coach. Yeah, he did. He, he got did. himself there with through like being the the, the, the cadet. Yeah, exactly. And then up and up, yeah, and he yeah, got yeah. to talk shit off. So as I said, it's just one thing I would say to people is like uh, get out there and and and, mm. and I, one thing I want to say about podcasts, if anyone's got to this point of the of the podcast, <laughs> um, is that you know if you if you don't worry about like getting a, a coach and things like that because like getting a coach is something that everybody as I said everybody should have but a lot of people choose not to based around you know certain aspects of life and that might be like financially or that might be more thinking about time mm-hmm. but what you realize like if you optimize that section and work with a coach you'll actually optimize other parts of your life and, and, on, and, and on top of that you know I'm not sitting here one thing as well I want to add on top of that is a lot of people who do podcasts sit on a high horse and have the answer for everything. No. You know, like they're like, oh yeah, so everyone psychologically needs to do this, and yeah, yeah psychologically need to do this. And I'm not, I'm not a psychologist. Mm. I'm just speaking from my behalf. Whereas mm. I think a lot of people they go out there and they speak, 
you know, on the behalf of, you know, the, the psycho all the top psychologists out there. You need to have, and then on, on top of that, top psychologists out there sometimes don't have the life experience, uh-huh. I feel. So uh, like uh-huh. someone who's super qualified might not be the right person for you because they have super tons of qualifications, but no, life you know, experience, life experience. Yeah. And then someone with tons of life experience can't articulate things properly because they have no coaching experience. So, yeah. you know, just take bits and bobs from different people and do, and, and try and make it Kind of optimize your journey and yeah. um, because like if you don't do that then you know at the end of the day you, you, it's your life and it's your, your kind of journey and who's to say that's the right the right way to do it you know yeah. what i mean there's no one out there should say the right way to do it and if one guy's like not drinking like i don't drink and i don't say to people i don't drink to impress them by any means but that's yeah. just that, that's just my journey Absolutely. i've had my experiences with my life and there's the reasons why i don't drink whereas like other people might have not had the experiences or maybe as fortunate to have those experiences i have yeah. so then they might be like i'm going to try and relive this now yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah, might be yeah. they might need to do that in their early 30s to then to then you know free up the rest of their life yeah, so exactly. who am I to say that that's not the right thing to do whereas like they might end up like going, okay fine that's not the right thing to do fucking up their 30s and then just going into an absolute depression so mm-hmm. you know as I said I feel like it is the kind of butterfly effect and you can go so down so many routes but at the same time yeah. you have to you have to understand that it doesn't matter your circumstances take bits and bobs from other people and you know as long as and, and but at the same time put yourself into situate and i don't want to rant here but put yourself into situations where you're not the worst guy in the room but you're certainly not the best yeah. and if you do that you have to understand that that doesn't mean because that happens with people and i see people doing that but the problem they get chucked out the circle because they're not apl- they're not applying any information so they're not growing and they're not actually adding anything to the circle yeah. and what what i thought people need to do is they need to actually add to the circle yeah. and they need to grow themselves yeah. and that's how people grow because they actually can grow with that circle they can yeah, move exactly. on and new people come yeah. come into that circle exactly. and they end up actually again bringing things to the circle so everyone stays together yeah. and if you don't then even though you might be like oh this is great you know this guy's good whatever you need to understand that you know human beings are always going to you know kind of uh, float towards you know success and 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 more strength and things that regardless if it's psychological or physical Mm. uh, um, well more psychological because obviously if someone's super strong and you know they don't really get along with like they're not really adding anything then people are not really going to get on with them so more psychologically um, they're more knowledgeable um, Mm. then again I feel like that's that's kind of a good way of looking at it and as I said it's not like by any means I'm sitting or I'm sure you can say for yourself on a high horse saying you know this is the best way to live your life because we're just going on our own journeys but we're just speaking by our experience yeah exactly and then who really knows what the, what the answers is you know most, most of the time you don't have the answers and you just go like I don't the, the key is to then just take action anyway and but your experience with Rockstar like you were like you you done your 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 prepping your, um, yeah. your fitness clothing and stuff and then all of a sudden you had this idea and you knew subconsciously that you probably didn't have it in you not in, in you but you didn't have the, the energy or the, the kind of the love for it the wasn't fitness the yet. right thing to do like, yeah you know you, ha- you have to pay attention and listen to yourself and I I've learned once before what happens if you don't listen to that right and and you know it was the i'd started a business and i love this business but really i wanted to leave australia and move to london but i said to myself no no i need to start this business first because i said i was going to do it and i've put it out there and all this sort of stuff but i should have just went you know what no this isn't the right time i need to i need to go out and explore and, and you know and become smarter and all that sort of stuff and then you know and what did that cost me a lot of money because i ended up you know the the um end up like uh, losing losing a fair bit of cash on the business because I wasn't 100% into it because in the back of my mind, I've always 
I was I had this fantasy, and it wasn't a fantasy. It was like it was something real. I wanted to to, to uh, move, you know, move move to the UK. Um, and look, in the end, I did do that. And it was fantastic and everything. But um, but yeah, fucking all G. <laughs> I tried to get a video one second. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get a wasn't video. Wasn't too sure what you were doing. Yeah, I was trying to get a video. But no, as I said, it's, um, I hope, as I wanted to kind of just bring that to a close for the podcast so far. Um, yeah. Appreciate you coming on, Glenn, no, mate, and, and speaking, speaking about your experiences. And as I said, it's, it's, it's great because we kind of have long chats um, all the time and we don't record them and it's like I do that with my brother as well we have chats and they are interesting stuff like we do go through a lot of stuff and like you, you kind of un- some people underestimate like maybe not maybe the right words not underestimate but underestimate let's say for, for now the kind of the power the power of how much you know knowledge you have and what, what kind of things you can give to people yeah, even though yeah. we're not like specifically a psychologist or specifically no. a, the no. best person in the world to be yeah. a, a, in terms of lifting weights yeah. or you know like, as i said like we've had our own journey and that people out there i feel like are, are, are drawn towards people who are like them like themselves Absolutely. and i feel like people people can then see that people are all different types of people out there there'll be people who are super like love partying there'll be people who just love business there'll be people who love this and they'll be drawn towards those type of people and i feel like people who listen to this will just be type of people we are yeah yeah. i couldn't even i probably couldn't even say and that's probably something uh, i would need to think about but like exactly who i am in terms of like what kind of people are like me what what things something i would say like just to kind of generalize but which makes me sound boring yeah but at the same time, I'm not. I don't feel like I, I am in any way. Actually, quite the opposite. Mm. Um, if I don't mind saying myself, but um, I, I, I think you're, you're not boring. Right, but at the same time, you know, the people who are like wanting to get better, at, like health, and wanting to get better, but also have the balance between having a good day, living in the moment, because you know, it's all this stuff about work, work, work. And actually, you know, I what feel the that's the point of work, work. You got you, you, you have, have to, to you have to live life too. And I, you know, in my life especially, I look at because I work in a, in a big corporate organization, I look at the people in the business and they go, why the fuck are you doing what you're doing? Because you seem pretty fucking miserable. Mm. You know, like, I mean, like, it's no, it's no, it's, it, you know, and if anyone from work's listening, too bad, but it's no fucking um, secret that this isn't going to be the be all and end all for me. I want to run my own businesses. I want to build my own brands. I want to be my own man. And the business is literally just a, a stepping stone into that. That's all, that's all it is. But like other people, I think they just get trapped, man. Mm. And yeah. they never really ask themselves the hard, the hard questions and they don't give themselves the opportunity or, you know. Yeah, absolutely. they don't live healthy life. And the reason I, I fucking like training and like being healthy and like being lean and, and looking good is mainly because it improves every other aspect of yeah. my life. I love that. Right? That's, all, that's the purpose of it. Like, um, I'm able to get up at 5.30 a.m. I've got energy to do that because I'm going to go to training and I'm able to sort of work really hard. But then I'm able to sleep really well as well. You know, and I'm able to enjoy my weekends, you know, because I know I worked hard for it and like, you know, yeah. Interactions with people are better. Yeah. Like you could use that hour from the gym, you could use that to work, but then your work wouldn't be as efficient. No, because you're not working a, fifteen hours a day. No motherfucker can do that. No. And there was a no, fucking Bobby Axelrod from Billions, you know, he's a bad yeah. dog. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but there's a, there's like my friend Aaron Agnew put on something the other day, it was I think it was Michael Douglas yeah. was on his Instagram. He's like, Oh god, he's got so old and then Michael Douglas was like, um, you know, you have to live in that moment. And the one thing I would say to that is that people obviously out there are trying to be successful and they're like, no, I don't care. I just want to be successful, super successful. But what they don't realize is 
you know, you might be able to do that for 15 years, but when you have that moment, that certain, that one moment and you look back and go, I think I've missed all that fun out. Yeah. You'll, you'll then, th that stuff that you've created in the last 15 years will be irrelevant yeah. and you'll actually go back the way. Yeah. So when I say have a balance, I don't, I, I actually, what I'm actually saying is it's not even just a balance about, for about, if you're so, so passionate about getting successful and money and things like that, you then need to uh, uh, add in time to not do the business and because, calm, and yeah. then calm down and do other shit because yeah. what actually happens is you'll then be richer in the long term because you will actually not resent the time that, of, of your 20s and early 30s because you'll be like, oh fuck, I should have done all that stuff and then you'll be miserable. But as you, if you actually yeah. just take a step back and have those small breaks, your, your, your length in business will be much better. You'll make substantially more money. You'll be happier when you're working. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, so as I said, I, I, I said, thanks very much for coming on to the podcast nice. and I hope people enjoy this as well. So and I, think it, yeah. I, I think we're going to do more of these, Absolutely. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. as I said, I'm, I'm new to it, you know what I mean? Well, I've been doing podcasts for a while, but in terms of like more of a, a professional setup, I've, I've actually really liked that and it's a, a lot more clear. And um, as I said, like we, we actually get yeah. good good conversations anyway. Absolutely. So thanks for that. And uh, hope everyone enjoys it. Yeah. Sorry if it was fucking chat and breeze, but <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. People, as I said, people who 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 enjoy our type of people we are, then they, they will listen to it. Yeah. Like there'll be people who not, then maybe ninety percent of them won't tune in. But if people do are like us, then and they'll, if they they'll do like. tune in. Like honestly, I've I've enjoyed after signing up to no, and I'm not fucking plugging you here, but I've done your program now for five weeks. Fantastic service, extremely professional, great guidance, great training, lots of fun, great bunch of people. So thank you, mate. It's been fantastic, and thank I've got you. results. Like I've lost, I'm, I've lost four, over four kilos. I'm like, like, I haven't done that in a little while. My ad, abs are starting to pop. I feel really good about myself. I'm like fucking sweet. I'm gonna be shredded for my 31st birthday. And I'm gonna fucking post a photo on my Instagram, motherfucker. I'm 31 today. <laughs> I'm gonna get bodies by Carlo, you know. And awesome. Because of the session run, oh, I'm really excited about that. I was super happy when I weighed myself this morning. I was gonna text you. Yeah. And just say I got it. You're checking sheet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So, so thanks, man. No problem at all. So yeah. no cheers. cheers and uh, I'll say thanks very much, guys. Any questions, as always, um, please let me know. And uh, thanks for tuning in. See you later. Later.